My name is Jenny, and I'm a wife and mom raising two kids. But I used to live a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I said goodbye to TV and hello to motherhood, I suddenly discovered what we moms are up against. We live in a world that tells us to be rich and famous, thin and successful. You know, almost nobody says, oh, hey, you're a mom? That is fabulous. But you are fabulous, and I'm here to tell you why. It's Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yeah, yes, we are here for you on this Thanksgiving week. And I, I don't need to lecture you, or, or you, Jorge, for that matter. Everyone always during this week and the week before says, remember to be thankful, practice gratitude, teach your children to be thankful. I'm not going to do that to you so much. But we might touch on it a little bit on Monday and Wednesday show. But more than that, I'm, I'm kind of excited about the theme of today's show because I think just about every mom could use it, and I know single moms could use it. And we're actually going to lean a little bit on a very uber-popular song right now that has a great message that most of the world may not realize is actually based on Scripture, which kind of makes it a little more old-fashioned than people actually realize when you go look at the video. But um, I, I just I want to focus on a song that is in the popular culture to give a message to the popular culture and to our listeners to help you with the issue of, so we pitched it on the show today, have you ever felt hurt, rejected, offended, put down, and you just don't know how to get rid of those feelings? And I think often in the case of single moms, and we have a large, good audience of single moms, and we have this wonderful connection with our single mom blogger who comes on to encourage single moms because she has learned and she's studied and she has practiced all kinds of principles that have helped her be a better single mom. I mean, it's something she's really wanted to, to do well at because here she is in single motherhood. And Erin's uh, going to be on the show with us today to talk about this in regard to single moms. However, I do want to say I do think this is a message that's going to apply to every one of our mom listeners because certain insecurities creep into our life that have everything to do with the hurt and rejection and put downs and stereotypes that have been thrust upon us. And we don't know how to shake it off. You know, today I used as our daily clip if you go to channelmom.com, this is my way of understanding that moms have very little time. So you may be listening to us on the radio or you may be listening to us on the website by, you know, streaming the radio. But you may only have time for a three or four minute snippet uh, just to get yourself a little boost in a particular area, whether it be, you know, parenting or weight loss or, or single parenthood or marriage or whatever it may be, spiritual uh, journeys, so on and so forth, where you are uh, with your walk in, in the Bible and so on. Um, we videotape this show and then we take snippets of all of our past guests, a lot of whom you would know, um, everybody from Lee Strobel to, to authors like Philip Yancey to Ruth Graham, Billy Graham's daughter, and then some folks that are really well-known in the popular culture because they have TV shows like uh, the host of Hoarders, Matt Paxton, and Duck Dynasty guys, and the Duggars. Just go to channelmom.com, and you can check out our clips there to get some help and inspiration. We also make an effort to, uh, on a fairly daily basis, post a daily clip for you, just a fun clip. I mean, whether it's dogs, you know, lying down with babies and kissing them, or in today's case, I posted a bunch of photos of quote-unquote aging celebrities 
And I, all right, you look like you're about to get confused by what I'm saying. Um, aging celebrities, and um, I am aging, although not a celebrity. Uh, I don't like the celebrity moniker because somehow it makes those people seem more important than the people that are sitting in the control room with me today, Lori and Jorge, or you listening in your car feeling like an anonymous mom. They're no more important. But we do look at their faces. So I opposed, I posted uh, photos of them for our daily clip on aging stars who've decided not to do one thing. So go look at their photos. It's very interesting, fascinating, actually. They've decided not to go under the knife. And that's because they believe that the way God made us, although they don't say it that way necessarily, is the best way. And that when you start to stretch and Botox and fill and all kinds of things, that even if you're 70, you, you just look like a weird 70. <laughs> When you start to do all those those things to your face and you can age naturally and beautifully. Man, I think some of those women that I post a day between about 45 and, and 75 look really good. And I'm not just saying that they really do. Uh, and of course, beauty comes from the inside and the out. All right. Now, I want to get to the song, which is the theme song for our show today. And then we will also mention our sponsor. Don't worry, Jorge. Um, you know what? She's darling. Maybe they're, you know, 3% of the public out there doesn't like her, but I think just about everybody does, except for the few boyfriends that she's attempted to have. She's not a great success at having boyfriends, poor little thing. She writes about it. She sings about it. Uh, she has a great message in this song, and it's one I want moms to get today. And my friend Aaron and I are going to help you uh, figure out how to shake it off. Taylor, shake it off. Man, that's easier said than done and easier sung than done. I know Erin's going to weigh in and I know she's got some great tips for you because today we're going to help you figure out how to shake it off when you're feeling hurt, rejected, put down, stereotyped, whatever it is, as a single mom and beyond. So we're about to welcome Erin, but first I want to let you know the gracious and wonderful company that uh, sponsors Erin's single mom blogger segment. As a mom of two daughters, I know firsthand how crazy life can be when you're trying to juggle the responsibilities of working and raising small children. Making healthy food choices, along with healthy skincare and bath products, can be overwhelming. That's why I wanted to start a healthy skincare company for moms like you and me. At Lemongrass Spa Products, we specialize in natural and organic products that smell fabulous and work wonders on your skin. 
I started the company in my basement in rural Colorado, and through the years we've provided non-toxic products to thousands of single and married moms. Our customers appreciate our commitment to offering luscious shampoo, soap, makeup, and baby care products with a gentle touch. Visit LemongrassSpa.com. And now enjoy Channel Mom's Single Mom Blogger, brought to you by LemongrassSpa.com. Yay, shake it off, Erin. What do you think, girl? <laughs> I like it. Do you? I mean, I was, I've been listening to that song and, and, you know, watched the video right when it came out and just stood there and was blown away by how darling Taylor Swift is. Wouldn't it be nice to be 24 again? Uh, and I, I find it hard to believe that she's always able to shake it off. But, but when I wrote you about this and you and I discussed doing this as a topic, what was your first thought as a single mom and the message of shaking it off? Well, I was thinking about just how, like, it's almost like we have to do it every day because yeah, insecurity can creep in so easily. And people always have their opinions about what you do or don't do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a great message. I, I believe it's in, in, a direct quote, even though Taylor may not be acknowledging that, from uh, Jesus as uh, recounted in Matthew 9, um, starting in, in verse 35, where he basically says, if a town is rejecting you, sh- you know, shake the dust off your feet and go to the next town. Doesn't say hate them. Doesn't say get back at them. Doesn't say put them down. Doesn't say think of a way to re- have revenge. And it even does- doesn't say ruminate about it for the next six weeks. Because <laughs> that's what yeah. I do when somebody offends me. I just turn it over and over in my head and say, okay, that yeah. was so unfair. And what should I say back? And how should I approach them with this argument? And how should I call them? And what kind of a letter should I write them? And Jesus says to do none of those things. He just says, shake it off. And I honestly just think Taylor's song is really valuable, although people may not realize that they're getting a scriptural lesson. I mean, how does just the thought of shaking it off, you know, before we get into the specific details of what single moms need to shake off, how does it, isn't that just a freeing thought? Yeah, it really is. I mean, just imagine it's kind of like just, you know, some somebody close to you says something hurtful and it sits there on your shoulder and you just reach back and you just, pulling it off and keep walking. I know. And I think, I think we almost need to do that physically. I mean, I, 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 I know that I've heard somebody, maybe it's a friend or something or someone on television say they literally will do that gesture where they'll just shake their hands and just yeah. shake it off. Um, yeah. I mean, didn't, didn't we used to say that on the athletic field? Oh, I don't know. Did you play sport? I, I, did you not? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I play soccer now though. A good, yeah. good, good. You do? That's an odd time to join a sport, Erin. In your in your th- in your what mid to late thirties, you're playing soccer, huh? I am. Huh? I am. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. With Jackson, your son, or just for kicks? Just for kicks. No pun intended. No pun right? intended. All right. When we come back, tell tell moms a little preview of of what you're going to be able to to do for them because I know you've thought about this topic and I think. All moms out there would like to figure out a way in their daily life, as you said, to, to, to physically, mentally, spiritually shake off the rejection, the put down, the stereotypes that they get as single moms. Um, yeah. So when we come back, can you just tell them a little bit about what you're going to help them with? Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you, I don't want to give it away. Okay. It's like a million dollar secret, <laughs> but I will say that there are a few things that 
has to happen before you're able to always just shake it off. And um, I'll talk about those because I've gotten there. And I can tell you now that I'm in corporate America, you got to shake it off every day. Yeah, that's so true. You have to shake it off even as a mom every day. All right, we'll be right back with our friend Aaron and Channel Mom. I never miss a beat. I'm lighting on my feet. And that's what they don't see. These days, couples will work for just about anything, from communication Hello. to companionship, from fun Whee! to love, from passion Mwah. and purpose to good old intimacy. <gasps> what are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit mary-well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90 fe 51 Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. Hi, this is Jenny, and I want to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Walters. She's a mom to three kids, so she understands that when you buy a home, you want a place where your family can build beautiful memories. As a real estate broker, Michelle can help you find the place you love coming home to, the right home at the best price. Whether you want to buy or sell, start your home search with Michelle Walters at SuburbanDenverProperties.com. You can also find Michelle's weekly blog, The Thinking Mom, on ChannelMom.com. Less than perfect, I'm sorry, let me say that again, less than perfect, quote unquote champion. Uh, If you're going to get there, you're going to need to learn to shake it off. And today we're trying to help single moms and all moms really figure out how to shake off the rejection, the hurt, the stereotyping, uh, the comparisons, so many things that occur, especially to single moms, I think. And that is why I'm particularly discussing this topic today with our single mom blogger, Erin Sherba, uh, she's brought to you by Lemongrass. Erin, <laughs> we forgot to, to discuss a topic of the day, and that is your favorite oh. lemongrass product. Um, I personally love the, the Christmassy fragrances, the cranberries and the pomegranates and, and all of those things that they come out with uh, for Christmas time. I, I don't know if you've gotten any of them yet, but, but I'm sure you've at least looked at them. Those fragrances can make such a difference on your daily skin regimen just to, to smell Christmassy and festive and happy, right? Yeah, that would be nice. I'm going to have to check them out. Yeah, they have a fabulous cranberry flavor uh, as well as pomegranate. And and the great thing about lemongrass is it's all natural. So you know you're actually getting the essential oils and everything else that are real. And you get the benefits from those as well. So uh, anyway, great Christmassy fragrances from lemongrass. You should go check them out at lemongrassspa.com, as my friend Heidi said. Okay, so I know you're going <laughs> to... You're going to get to a big secret, and we're going to repeat it again on Wednesday when we touch on the subject again. But but for the mom out there, so badly, Erin, do I want to help the mom who's who's feeling put down and stereotyped and, and hurt in, in a role as mom, and especially as a single mom? Because our society kind of makes some assumptions about women that are single moms. Tell me about it. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I think that there's a couple of things. It's probably you know more than a couple, but there's so many factors um, when you're a single mom, and maybe even you know if you're married and you're not in a healthy um, relationship with your spouse. But for one, um, as a single mom, you can hear a lot of um, false and um, negative messages from your ex about the kind of parent that you are. I know um, that happens a lot. Some of my really close friends just get slammed by their exes on a regular basis who know absolutely zilch about the kind of, you know, hard work that they're actually doing in the home. And they're just abusive to them. And, and, you know, after a while you start to, it's hard to shake it off. You feel like maybe I am not being the best mom that I should be. Maybe I shouldn't get a babysitter every, you know, once a month to be able to go out with my girlfriends. Maybe that's wrong with me. Maybe I should spend all of my extra time with my children. Yeah. And um, and that's really rough. I mean, that's hard to hear that, especially from someone who you feel like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And I've, I've heard this from enough of my um, single mom friends to know that it, it's probably true across the board, that it doesn't matter how far removed you are from your ex-husband, if they are putting you down about the kind of parent that you are, um, it, it hurts pretty, pretty deeply. Yeah. Would you? I mean, is it the kind of thing you lie in bed and think about at night, or you you think about it when you when you reprimand your child, or when you're not doing something with your child? Is it a, is a voice that kind of follows you around all day? Yeah, I think it's just a, a sort of you know how moms we tend to carry you know a larger load of guilt around with us when it comes to our kids, and um, yeah, it just makes you kind of um, question: Am I? am I doing this well? Is there something I should be doing differently? Maybe I, maybe I, um, you know, shouldn't be so hard on my kids or maybe I'm expecting too much of them or maybe I should do more crafts with them. I mean, my gosh, you know, the list can go on and on about the things we think we should be doing that we're not doing. Sure. And what about in certain circles? I, I, I think myself, I think have been guilty of making assumptions sometimes about single parents. Like, yeah. well, you know, you just walked into a divorce because it was the easiest thing to do or, or, you know, you were cheating and having an affair or whatever it is. Yeah. What, what about, or, or you see somebody in the food line getting food stamps and you make some assumptions about them as single parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, what about all that? What about the different groups that stereotype you and judge you in mm-hmm. as a single parent? Yeah. Well, I can remember, you know, when I was newly um, single after um, seven years of marriage and, I had been, I was, you know, living in a, another state. I had just moved somewhere new, basically, when I went through my divorce. And when I moved back to where I had been living for such a long time, it was like, I was like, I came back a divorced woman. And it was like, mm. I just, I worried about what people would think of me. I think, to be honest with you, I think it's more often in our own heads, what other people are thinking of us. Because, oh. I mean, how often do people come up to you and actually tell you what they're thinking about you? It doesn't happen that no. often. No, no, there's, well, goss- there's gossip behind the back. But you're right. I think often what we put on our heads is worse than what's actually going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, I'm sure I, uh, you know, those things came into my head because I had made, you know, assumptions about why people were divorced and um, feeling... Feeling, I just felt like I was um, 
less kind of less of a person because I had gone through divorce and um and I felt like, man, I never really imagined I would be a single mom. Yeah. Just, you know, so I had to kind of um, you work through those things. I think for me, I I was unwilling to succumb to any sort of, you know, single mom stereotypes that there might be out there. And, um, you know, I think what I had to do, I, had, I just had to really find out, you know, who am I? If I don't want to be defined by what other people think of me, and I don't want to let others' opinion of me influence, you know, how I feel from one day to the next. I needed to really know um, who I was. Absolutely. I mean, I think, I mean, Taylor Swift is 24, so come on, she's still struggling with this. Uh, But I'm, you know, much older than her, and I'm still struggling with it on some days. It's kind of a high school thing that we all go through that we'd all like to be done with by the time we're 25. But what you're saying is at some point, in order to get over it, you need to begin to decide who you are to be able to know your own identity and not listen to what stereotypes or rejections or hurts may be going on, right? Um, Yeah, yeah. And let me just bring something else into this. You're about to give us your super secret uh, squirrel secret squirrel super secret squirrel what i love that term whatever it is um (laughs) uh you were about to give us your super secret way to shake it off as a single mom and as a mother in general probably but what about jackson what about having to teach him that he was going to have to overcome certain put downs as the child of a single parent and plus you guys lost income so now you're moving to a smaller Mm -hmm. house you don't get to do the same nice things you used to do maybe you're not looked upon as prestigious as you might have once been Mm -hmm. so on and so forth how did you get to this place where not only were you having to learn to shake it off you were having to teach jackson to shake it off yeah well you know um to be honest for for me and Jackson, what it basically came down to was I brought everything back to God's love for us. Yeah. And I made it so that he knew without a shadow of a doubt that his identity is anchored in being loved by the God who created the universe. Yeah. And then really nothing else matters. And... Um, so, you know, that's what our conversations revolved around. I mean, there was a time that I was absolutely obsessed with that. Like I needed to know deep down in my very being that being a child of God was really all that mattered. And that, you know, that, that means a lot of really awesome things that that's written all throughout, um, the scriptures. Sure. And um, I'm curious how that's what you, I clung to. Absolutely. And, and so I'm curious kind of how you got there. Um, we only have three and a half minutes left in today's show, but we're going to talk about it again on Wednesday's show. Um, what kind of steps did you take, Aaron? Because my suspicion is that most of the women who listen to our show, well, they may not follow the Bible literally, or may, they may not say that they're you know, on a complete Christian walk yet, most of them want to believe that God loves them. So in the next yeah. two minutes, can you describe kind of how you, 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 cause I'm still there trying to remind myself on a daily basis that I'm a child of God and he loves me to get myself over certain humps and not worry what people think of me and to be able to shake it off when somebody hurts me. Did you, did you have mantras? Did you, did you do sticky notes? I mean, what did you do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, here's kind of where I started was that I started reading my Bible um, all the time. I woke oh. up and I read my Bible and I um, had a break during the day and I read my Bible and I started in the Psalms. 
And um, what I started to do was anytime there was a describing word, you know, about who we are um, because of who God is, I wrote that down. And I um, wrote it on post my um, note cards. And I kept the note cards with me, and I would read through them in the at a stoplight. I would read through through them. I would say them out loud. Um, Give me some examples of you at the stoplight. What, like, say a sentence or two of you at the stoplight? Okay. Um, So, I'm I'm a child of God. I'm um, you know covered in righteousness. I am. I'm trying to think. That's kind of putting me on the spot. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, I'm he de- protected he, by God. He's, he delights in me. Right, I am beloved. Delights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did that help? I mean, literally, you know, when somebody judged you or said something about, you know, turn their nose up the, for that little time you had to use food stamps or whatever it was. I mean, did that really help you to go back to that identity, those little note cards? And remember, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. I'm shaking it off. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, I don't think that there's any way to remain, um, you know, strong in life without con- constantly reminding myself of my identity. Yeah. And I think that's big for kids. I think that's a reason that a lot of moms go back to church and become believers after they have children because they need to pass those lessons on to their kids too so their kids feel valuable. Erin, you are in hot pursuit of God, in hot pursuit of God.blogspot.com. Is that correct? That's right. Wonderful. We're going to talk more about this on Wednesday. And I know you have some other tips. We're also going to talk a little bit about how do you get through Thanksgiving as a single mom with some Thanksgiving. In the meantime, I'm so glad that you can teach other moms how to shake it off and just know who they are to the God of the universe and that they're loved. Thank you, Erin. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. We're right back with Channel Mom. Channel Mom's Single Mom Blogger, brought to you by LemongrassSpa.com. These days, couples will work for just about anything, from communication to companionship, from fun to love, from passion and purpose to good old intimacy. (gasps) What are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit mary-well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. If you are a mom who wants your kids to grow up and love going to the dentist, then I have to tell you about Pediatric Dental Group of Colorado. As a one-time patient myself and now the mother of patients, I know firsthand they understand the unique needs of children, especially when it comes to the subject of dentistry. Dr. Strange and Dr. Cathers not only care about making the dental visit fun and rewarding, they also strive to help children learn to be good dental patients. They do this by coaching the child and the parent, encouraging good oral health care, and providing high-quality dental treatment. This is accomplished in a fun and child-friendly atmosphere. All of the pediatric dentists and orthodontists 
have two years of additional training beyond dental school. They are board certified and specialize in the dental care of infants, children, and young adults. The dental team is uniquely qualified to take care of your child during their dental visit. The Pediatric Dental Group is proud to have locations in Arvada, Wheat Ridge, Lakewood, Lafayette, and Evergreen. You have to find out more, and you can do so at pediatricdentalgroupco.com. On Wednesday, we're going to tell you how moms can hurt each other with comparisons and contrasts and how we have to learn to shake that off. Aaron with some tips on that as well. And Thanksgiving. In the meantime, mom, thanks for all you do to raise your kids well. Even when you think nobody notices, God sees. And I thank you for what you do to make our society a better place. God bless you. Have a great afternoon. Thanks for listening to Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Find podcasts, clips, blogs, and contact information at channelmom.com.